Hello, word nerds. This is Spencer, the host and creator of this podcast called The Dictionary. Thank you for joining me. Let's get into the words. The first word is bloom. It is the third form. It is a verb uh, <clears throat> starting with intransitive uh, from the 13th century. 1A, to produce or yield flowers. 1B, to support abundant plant life, as in make the desert bloom. 2A1, to mature into achievement of one's potential. 2A2, to flourish in youthful beauty, freshness, or excellence. 2, oh, where are we? 2B, to shine out. Synonym is glow. Number three, to appear or occur unexpectedly or in remarkable quantity or degree. Number four, to become densely populated with microorganisms and especially plankton used of bodies of water. And now we have two transitive definitions. Number one is obsolete, to cause, to bloom. And number two, to give bloom to. Next is bloomer. It is the first form, noun from 1727. One, a plant that blooms. Number two, a person who reaches full competence or maturity, as in, he was a late bloomer as a writer. And then number three, it says, uh, instead of bloomer, it's blooming, uh, and it means a stupid blunder. Now we have the second form of bloomer. It is a noun from 1851. Number one, a costume for women consisting of a skirt over long, loose trousers gathered closely about the ankles. Number two is plural, so bloomers. 2A, full, loose trousers gathered at the knee, formerly worn by women for athletics. Number 2B, underpants of similar design worn chiefly by girls and women. Yeah, you don't really see bloomers like that too much anymore. These are named after Amelia Bloomer. So maybe she uh, made these up. She designed them. Now we have blooming with an I-N-G. It is an adjective or an adverb from 1879. It is chiefly British, used as a generalized intensive. So you can say, oh, here's an example. Blooming fool. You are such a blooming fool. It says it is probably a euphemism for bloody. Next is bloomy. Bloom with a Y. Adjective from 1583. Number one, full of bloom. Number two, covered with bloom, as in bloomy plums. Number three, showing freshness or vitality, as in all the bloomy flush of life is fled. That's very poetic. It happens to be a quote from Oliver Goldsmith. Next is bloop. It is a noun from 1947, and we have the 1A definition for blooper as a synonym. Uh, bloop is also a transitive verb. Uh, reminds me of a word that we had recently. I think it was blep or bleb. Maybe it was blep. Um, okay, now we have blooper. Noun from 1937, 1A, a fly ball hit barely beyond a baseball in field. 1B, a high baseball pitch lobbed to the batter. Oh, and by the way, the, the last word bloop was the 1A definition for this one, so that's a fly ball hit barely beyond a baseball infield. Um, okay, now we have number two for blooper, an embarrassing public blunder. 
And the etymology says this is from the word bloop, which is an unpleasant sound. I don't think it's an unpleasant sound. I'm a little surprised in here that we don't have um, uh, like an outtake from a movie or something. They that Those are called bloopers often. So yeah, it's not in here. Um, okay, now we have the word blossom. It is the first form noun from before the 12th century. 1A, the flower of a seed plant. Also, the mass of such flowers on a single plant. 1B, the state of bearing flowers. Number two, a peak period or stage of development. And blossomy is an adjective. Now we have the second form of blossom. It is an intransitive verb from before the, uh, before the 12th century. One synonym is bloom. 2A, to come into one's own. Synonym is develop, as in a blooming talent. Now we have 2B, to become evident. 2C, to make an appearance. Now we have the word blot, B-L-O-T. It is the first form, noun from the 14th century. 1. A soiling or disfiguring mark. Synonym is spot. Number 2. A mark of reproach. Moral flaw. Number 3. A usually nitrocellulose or nylon sheet that contains spots of immobilized macromolecules or their fragments and is used to identify specific components of the spots by applying a molecular probe. Whew. Okay, um, let's see. Immobilized macromolecules. There's some parentheses. Examples of that are DNA, RNA, or protein. And then at the end, uh, applying to the molecular probe, in parentheses, it says, as a complementary nucleic acid or a radio-labeled antibody. And then it says, compared to southern blot or western blot. Why isn't there a northern blot or an eastern blot? Now we have the second form of blot. It is a verb from the 15th century. We are starting with transitive. Number one, to spot, stain, or splatter with a discoloring substance. Number two is obsolete. The synonym is mar, M-A-R. And then it says especially, to stain with infamy. Number three A, to dry, as writing, with an absorbing agent. Uh, I think that's mostly when people would use ink and you gotta maybe sometimes blot it to make it dry or something. Um, Now we have 3B, to remove with absorbing material, as in blotting up spilled water. Here we go with intransitive. Number one, to make a blot. Number two, to become marked with a blot. Now we have the third form of blot, it is a noun from 1595. One, a lone backgammon man exposed to capture. Number two is archaic, a weak or exposed point. This looks like it's perhaps from the Dutch word bloot, which means naked or exposed, from Middle Dutch akin to the Middle High German blaas, which means bare, B-A-R-E. Now we have the word blotch, B-L-O-T-C-H. It is the first form, transitive verb from 1604, to mark or mar with blotches. Now we have the second form of blotch, noun from 1619. Number one, synonyms are imperfection and blemish. 
And number two, a spot or mark, as of color or ink, especially when large or irregular. Blotchily is an adverb, and blotchy is an adjective. Uh, it says this is perhaps a blend of the first form of blot and the third form of blotch. Oh, botch, B-O-T-C-H, uh, which we haven't gotten to yet. All right, now we have blot out. It is two words. Transitive verb from 1530. One, to make obscure, insignificant, or inconsequential. Number two, synonyms are wipe out and destroy. Next is blotter, B-L-O-T-T-E-R. It is a noun from 1591. One, a piece of blotting paper. Number two, a book in which entries, as of transactions or occurrences, are made temporarily pending their transfer to permanent record books, as in police blotter. Next is blotting paper, two words, noun from the 15th century, a spongy, unsized paper for absorbing ink. And then lastly for this episode, we have blotto, B-L-O-T-T-O. It is an uh, adjective from 1917. It is slang for the 1A definition for the word drunk. And it's probably an irregular form of the second form of blot. So, let's see. Um, I think I just kind of want to pick bloop as the word of the episode because it's a good word. That is it. Thank you very much for listening. This has been Spencer Dispensing Information. Goodbye.